Hey there, patrons. Welcome to this week's bonus content. And we have a twofer for you. Two little bits of trivia. So, Jace, you got some stuff for us about the Binding of Isaac. Yeah, so the other day I was making a little promo video for us for the Binding of Isaac. And in it, like I was doing research about paintings of the Binding of Isaac. Oh, um, are there paintings of it? Oh, of course. Many, many Ooh, paintings I want to see... Yeah, you should you should look them up. It won't make for very good audio on this unless we just in detail describe each of the paintings. Well, what I was kind of specifically interested in was the ages of Isaac. Okay. And that's actually what started me down this path. Because remember, we talked in the episode about him being like 36. Right. Daddy, um, daddy. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. And in doing some research about it, I learned that actually he probably 36 was like the oldest he could have possibly been, Mm. but he was almost certainly between the ages of 18 and 36. Like definitely an adult, like not a kid. Right. Even barring the fact that like at that time, 14 was when you became a man. Oh wow. Um, But like, even despite that, even by our standards, he was definitely not a kid anymore. Okay. So I did do a Google image search. Um, These are horrifying. Well, I think it's interesting that Isaac's always like naked in them and it definitely adds like a this little cloth. weird kind of kinkiness to it that makes me <laughs> uncomfortable because, you know, he's there with his dad who's like an old man. There's this one painting where Abraham just has his hand on Isaac's face. Yeah, that one is the creepiest, just I think. holding wait, his wait, face down. Find, oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Those of you listening at home or at work, well, maybe not if you're at maybe work. Maybe not at work. Know. Might but raise some questions. But just do a quick look, Google image search for Binding of Isaac Paint like I typed in Binding of Isaac paintings. Yeah, don't yeah. just put in Binding of Isaac because it'll bring up the video, video game. game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's interesting. And I was looking at the ages, and I would say like from that, most of them, I'd say he looks twenty-ish. Yeah, um, he's definitely not like a young man, right? I mean, or I'm sorry, he's not a young boy. He's more of a young man, right? Right. Uh, and there's one painting where he kind of looks younger, mm-hmm. maybe one or two, where he looks quite a bit younger. Um, but anyway, I thought that was interesting. There's one where he even has like hair on his chest and stuff, which oh, I was oh, like, wow. oh, hey. <laughs> uh, anyway, what I, what I was looking at was for his age, right? And I found that out, that it was probably actually this range because it's not specified in the Bible, but it happened before he would have been 37 when his mother died. Mm. And it would have happened after these other things by a certain amount and like looking at the words they used and blah, 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 whatever. In looking this up though, I found out some super fascinating stuff about this account of that story. Cause we were all like, what's the deal with God sacrificing you know, telling him to sacrifice a kid. And he's just like, yeah, man, sure. No probs. Uh, and kind of all of this. And one thing is that essentially the, the Bible historian people have identified there were a couple different scribes who probably wrote this story and that, based on some interpretations that if you took out one scribe's writing, Mm -hmm. the story actually reads that he does sacrifice his son and that this other scribe maybe came along later after like the sensibilities of the time had changed to where we no longer practice child sacrifice. And they were like, Ooh, that's not really like, "Mm, so not PC anymore. Right. So they changed the story by adding in this thing of the angel coming and then sacrificing the Ram instead and all of that sort of stuff, which I was just like, mind blown. Like what? Oh, wait a minute. If Isaac is sacrificed, then he's not in like the rest of the Bible. And then all of those kids are not made. So then it would probably have been like, maybe it was a different, 
different child of Abraham's. Like maybe he had a firstborn son that was before Isaac that was the one who got sacrificed and then the birthright like went to Isaac or something like that. Or this was actually a big topic of debate I found out amongst early um, Muslim scholars is because he did have a son before Isaac. Oh. Well, Ishmael. Ishmael. Mm. So the question being like, was Ishmael actually the one and these roles got switched at some point? Or, right, like kind of questions of like, who really was the father of these people? Was it Isaac or was it Ishmael? I mean, yeah, switching that really changes a lot of stuff. Right? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, so that was super fascinating. And then another version. So this one is not quite as extreme as that. Um, This one saying that that actually the appearance of the angel saying, stop, like, don't sacrifice him, mm-hmm. that that part was the part that was added. And that in the original, it was actually just Abraham who like had the the knife over his son and then didn't do it. Like uh, he saw the ram. Here's how it is. So uh, this is uh, in the original version the, of the binding, Abraham instead disobeys God's command and sacrifices the ram. So here's how it would read if you took out the angel part. It would say, And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and beheld. Behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. It's exactly the same. Well, sort of. This is a little different translation. There's like a parenthetical phrase inserted that the angel came in and told him to do that. That's really interesting. The idea being that at one point... It could have actually been more that Abraham was like, no, God, I'm not going to do that. Wow. Which actually fits with him also bargaining about Sodom and Gomorrah. It fits his personality. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It fits God. the idea that it's not just like, yes, I'll do anything you say, God, because he hasn't done that. That's true. Yeah. He's been like, mm-hmm. God, but what about this? Right. Yeah, but God, I don't think we're really going to do that. <laughs> and wow. then that it's possible that then later on, again, as sort of theology and sensibilities changed, they added it in. So it's like, no, 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 that was God's plan. Like the, that, God did that. To it was a test. That. God, God wanted that to happen. Yeah. yeah right. Totally. To make it then not be about being disobedient wow. at a time when when disobedience would be seen as a bad thing. Right. Kind of like you talked about with certain translations with like civil disobedience. Now, I feel like I also saw that there's a theory that um, this was a rite of passage, that maybe this was a more ritualized thing that one would do, like the, the fake out human sacrifice. And that was Whoa. part of becoming a man. Like it was kind of like playing chicken, I guess. <laughs> it's like a combination of playing chicken and also a quinceanera. So wait a minute, who's becoming the man here? Is it like Isaac, Isaac is. is becoming a man? Okay, like so it was sort it's of a, a coming of age, like a test of courage, I guess. Maybe it's like, like a, would, a hazing, like at, a hazing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. At a freaking fraternity. Yeah, yeah. or maybe a testing of like, are you willing to be sacrificed? Mm. Rather like, than like, it being a test of Abraham. Again, if we take out the angel part, that yeah, it's like yeah. this was a rite of passage. That maybe to show everyone that did. Isaac had faith, huh. and that maybe this was commonplace. Yeah, really I, interesting. I did, did that too. It was really interesting. Mm. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. Well, Super now you know. Stuff. It's it really is. It just reiterates how much power like scribes and translators. Oh, for sure. Have oh, yeah. and had at this time when we're not able to really fact check yeah. anything, and it is right. just based on the word of whoever wrote it down. Yeah, and exactly. most people can't. Right if or they were read. trustworthy so. or not, or if they had an agenda or not, then that changes how we deal with all this. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, talk about something else. Let's talk about mandrakes, Emily. Yes. <laughs> so mandrake or mandragora. Sorry. <laughs> Thank I'm, you, Hermione. Yes, I'm just going to do Hermione because <laughs> when I heard the word mandrake, 
of course, I thought of Harry Potter and the screaming baby things. I believe in Harry Potter, they were not being used as a bargaining chip for sex. But to be fair, I mean, maybe they were in the extended universe. I don't know. Well, no, it, it actually... If that fan fiction doesn't exist, <laughs> please make it so. I'm sure it does somewhere. Well, okay, so I found out a lot of things. Mandrakes are real because, yeah, I was like, I, I don't actually know what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's found in the Mediterranean region. So it's exciting because it's a root... It's a root plant. Um, it kind of looks sort of like a baby. Like it has does it like, look so like it does a look like a it human has little figure. legs. Yeah. And they like little root legs that are walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this uh-huh. is the so-called female and male mandrakes. Oh, I don't oh. know. Yeah. They, they What's just have different about? seeds or something, I guess, but they are very toxic. Oh, so in Harry Potter, the scream of the mandrake could kill you. Oh, but in real life, they contain a highly biologically active alkaloid. Accidental poisoning is not uncommon. Ingesting mandrake root is likely to have other adverse effects, such as vomiting and diarrhea. Oh, Great. Sounds real good. So why would they be trading these around if it's just going to kill you? Is it well, a diet thing? No. I mean, <laughs> I suppose one no, could use it next, for bulimia next, purposes. The but next yes. fad diet in LA. Jeez. The Mandragora diet. Yeah, exactly. And then absolutely people would use it for this other thing, which is that it's hallucinogenic and narcotic. Oh. Yes. So, oh, also insufficient. Now I'm in. <laughs> right? In sufficient quantities, it induces a state of unconsciousness and was used as an anesthetic for surgery in ancient times. Oh, that makes Such sense. Such as the surgery of cutting off your foreskin. Okay, that makes circumcision. sense. Yeah, I would I f- definitely want that if I needed such a surgery, which I don't because <laughs> and she's like, I don't got one of those. She's like, I'm definitely going to need to stock up on this because my husband is obsessed with this freaking obsessed circumcision with making thing. Everyone good point, good point. <laughs> Okay, wait, but that means, okay, hang on. So if this is like an ancient narcotic and hallucinogenic, that means that basically Jacob was trading sex for drugs. Well, yeah. Or Sarah was trading. Not Sarah. Rachel? Rachel. Rachel. Keep doing this. Rachel. Or maybe Rachel. Leia. No, Leia. It was Leia who bought him with her son's mandrakes. Right, but Rachel was the one who sold him for the mandrakes. Right. <laughs> So I, I appreciate that the women in this story are the ones who are like, okay, fine, I get him tonight, uh-huh. and that he has no part in it. Like Just they're the have ones your drugs, deciding. Go get high. Exactly. Right. You wow. won't even know. So, oh gosh, I just had a crazy conspiracy theory. Yes. What if, like, all along, Rachel has been doing this? To get Jacob to feel like God talks to him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Whoa. She's giving no. him hallucinations. All right, that's a little bit out there. Yeah. That's all it was, is just mandrakes the whole time. God Gosh. is mandrakes. God is mandrakes. God is all Make, the mandrakes. Put that on the shirt. God is God mandrakes. God is mandrakes. Wow. Okay. Well, what I was going to say, though, what I was going to say, that is going to be the name of the LA theory. diet is God is the God is mandrakes diet. Mm, I like that. That's good. Uh, what I was going to say, though, is like when, when, he, when uh, Jacob is going to go to give blood now. Mm-hmm. Like when they ask that question of, have you ever had sex for money or drugs? They what? ask that question. Yes, yes, they do. It's on the, you know, um, look, what's he going to answer? Cause he's like, well, I didn't get drugs in exchange for sex. But there like, was an exchange that happened. Drugs were given to someone like, else. No. My, my pimp wife. <laughs> my pimp wife. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Man, so there's a biblical precedent for that. This stuff goes way back, way further than I ever thought that it did. Yeah. You know how they, they like, re- prostitution's referred to as, like, the oldest profession or whatever? Yes. And I, I've always been like, 
what do you mean by that? Like where? And they like, so I, I don't remember where that comes up in the Bible, but it's right here. This yeah. is the first instance. <laughs> and Liter- I love literally the first instance. The person who is the prostitute <laughs> is, is Jacob. Is a man, a man married to two wives exactly. and he's prostituted between his wives. Right? I love that. I actually really love that. Wow. So take that, all the people who exactly. try, to, try to use prostitution as the oldest profession to like talk badly about women. It's like, <laughs> no, actually, it was Jacob. It was yeah, Jacob. It was Jacob. <laughs> the, first so, the first prostitute. Yes. Wow. All right. Well, I can't wait to find out what we'll get into next time. 